Live TV broadcast. I'm Lisa Boldo, and I hope that you have been having an awesome week. I just need to do something. Okay, so I just needed to fix my screen for a moment. So, like I said, I hope that you've been having an awesome week this week. You know, I just, I, the Lord just put it on my heart to talk with you tonight, really just from my heart and just to share his heart about believing the Lord and trusting him for your heart's desires. You know, this is so important and I don't want to talk very long. I actually want to pray for you, but I just, I want to share something. So earlier this week, and I don't know why, and you guys know I am so transparent. You know that I always just I share from my heart and whatever the Holy Spirit wants to say, I'm like, Lord, have at it, right? Because I know it's going to bless someone. And hopefully that someone is you tonight. So the other day, I was I just started getting into this place of feeling this, this overwhelm, like this just about all the different things that I felt like I had to do. And, you know, not just about this time of year, but maybe it's a little part of it. But, um, and in this season, I've actually been helping my husband a lot in his office. And so anyway, it was like the end of the day. And I remember I came upstairs and I, I went into my office upstairs and I just, I have this nice um, chair in there. And I, I just can't even tell you, but I just felt this like over sensing, uh, this overwhelming sense of like discouragement and just, I can't even explain it or exactly put my finger on it, but I literally just sat in that chair and I was like, oh Lord. And I, I started to cry. Right. And then after like, I don't know, maybe like 30 seconds, 40 seconds, I was just like, Lord. And I just talk with the Lord. I just talk with him from my heart. Like you just, you know, he's my father, right? He's your father. If you have the spirit of Christ in you, God is literally your heavenly father. And you know what? He loves you and he cares for you. And he cares about the things that matter to you and the things that are important to you and the things that might seem like far out of reach or things that maybe you've desired in your heart to see for a long time. And maybe you just haven't seen them yet, you know? And so you have a covenant with God. And, and what I'm saying, that covenant is an agreement with you and God in the blood of Jesus. He loves you. He cares for you. And honestly, he just wants your trust. And, and sometimes, you know, and, and I pray, Lord, let your desires for me be my desires. And I'll tell you, there have been times that the Lord changed my desires about things where I literally was like, I never in a million years thought that I would either want to do something or, you know, just he, he could turn the king's heart. God is God. And when you have, you're in covenant with him and he's your father and you talk to him regularly, constantly, I'm telling you throughout your day, right? Just anytime you have 24 seven access to God, your father, right? Through the Holy Spirit in you, you are his child. Again, he cares about you affectionately. He loves you and he cares about the things you care about. And he cares about every detail of your life. 
he does. You know, sometimes you might not think he does because of maybe circumstances or, you know, and I've learned that if something is really not right, I have to look at what have I been saying and what have I been believing. And I've been practicing, you know, this for a really long time, paying attention to the words I speak. And people that know me or are close to me, they know I will stop them in their tracks. There's times someone will say something and I know the enemy's crafty and he could try to get you to agree with something where you're like, oh yeah, oh yeah. No, I literally, even today, if somebody said something to me and I forgot exactly the content of the conversation, but I had said, to, I said, no, I cannot. And I will not come into agreement with that. And I said it with a smile, but firm. And the person I was speaking with, he's, he, he knows the Lord too. And he said, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just saying. And I said, yeah, I know what you're saying, but the word says I have to condemn every tongue that rises up, you know, against, right? No weapon. For, I'm jumping all over the place here, but stay with me. No weapon formed against you shall prosper, but don't forget that there's a condition there, right? Every tongue that rises up against you in judgment, you have to condemn it. You have to watch what you come into agreement with when you're talking with people. Like I said, the enemy's crafty. And even where health is concerned, you know, I just said, Holy Spirit, have your way. So it seems like I'm jumping. My thoughts are organized, but I'm just letting the Holy Spirit just go, you know, just, just talk through me. So I hope you see that and hear that. So, okay. So, so every tongue that rises up against you, you're the one that has to shut that down and make sure that you don't come into agreement with, with something you shouldn't. Okay. Let me give you a, for instance, say somebody, or even you had, maybe you had cancer or something, right? Or you had some kind of sickness or even asthma, right? I dealt with asthma most of my life. And someone comes and says, I'll use asthma as, as the example. And they say, oh, how's your asthma? Or doesn't your asthma bother you this time of year? And I say, I don't have asthma. Doesn't belong to me. Jesus took it. Oh no, no. Or someone says, how's your allergies? That doesn't belong to me. Jesus took all allergies, right? Yes, I used to suffer with that, but nope, I don't allow it anymore. I don't tolerate it. This is key because whatever you bind will be bound, right? And whatever you loose with will be, will is what you'll have. Because whatever you speak and believe, it's a spiritual law. That's the direction. That's your faith, which is a force that will bring that thing into motion. Okay. So I started to say when I first started this um, broadcast about that I was feeling discouraged and and it was just this overwhelming sense of like, oh, and like just and I just started to cry. And then after about 30, 40 seconds, I was like, wait. And I said, Lord, I'm sorry. I was just like, Lord, I know that you are the Lord. I have nothing to cry about you. I am victorious because of you. You're in me. Right. And you order my steps. And you, you're my peace. You are the Prince of Peace and you give me peace. You see what I did? I started speaking out loud the things. I started acknowledging every good thing that's in Christ, right? Even in me, like he's amazing. And I just talked to him, Lord, because the Holy Spirit's in me, but I'm talking to him, Father, I know that I don't, I, I, this is ridiculous. And I said, I'm sorry. And I know 
that you love me and I know that you care about me. Thank you for it, Lord. You see, I mean, that will pull you right out of that thing with the quickness. And that is exactly what happened. And then sometimes the Holy Spirit will speak even through your own voice. Like you'll say something out loud and you just know that that's the Holy Spirit talking to you. Like, you know, where the Holy Spirit might say something like, Lise, snap out of it. You know, like you have me, you know, and I hear it come out of my own mouth and I'm like, oh, thank you, Lord. You're so right. I hope this is resonating with you because I'm telling you, if you've been feeling overwhelmed, discouragement, sadness, maybe you're, um, you know, you haven't, you're healing, you haven't seen it yet. I don't even want to say it hasn't manifested yet. You haven't seen it yet because, because Jesus already paid for it. It's a done deal. And all you have to do is literally choose to receive it. How do you do that? You say, Lord Jesus, I acknowledge what you did for me. I know that you paid for my healing in full, you know, because it's never on God's end. He's waiting on you to just receive it. And listen, I'm telling you, this is the word of God, the word of truth. I know it even from my own experiences. I've gone through things in my body, but I knew that it was always God waiting on me, waiting on me. Or I need, listen, your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. You have to defend it, right? You're the one with the authority. Jesus has given you his authority to use over all the works of the devil. What are the works of the devil? Think about it, right? Sickness, poverty, all the things that would keep you down, right? The works of the devil. And Jesus gave you authority over all of it. Sin, sickness, all of it, right? Luke 10, 19, Jesus said, I give you authority to trample. Trample. Trample means to kill, right? To trample, right? Over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, right? Satan, your adversary. Mm. And he said, and nothing no thing is nothing shall by any means harm you, but you have to use that authority that you've been given. You've been given the power to bind. You've been given the power to loose. You've been given authority. That's huge. You have the name of Jesus. You have the Holy Spirit, right? You have the blood of Jesus. Is sickness any match for the blood? Literally think of the blood of Jesus. You know, and I've told the story many, many times about, I don't even know if I want to go there tonight, but maybe I will because you, I might have some, some of you may be watching for the first time. And I'm telling you, I had this, this cyst on my wrist. I'm just going to tell the story again, because it's going back. Gosh, it's got to be like, I think 10 years ago by now. Right. But I had this cyst on my wrist that kept growing in the same spot. And I remember when I first saw it, and it grew to be like the size of a baby. And I spoke to it in the name of Jesus. I command you to die at the root. You know, and then I check it. Did it? Did it? Is it gone? And it wasn't moving. Right. So I'm like, ah. So again, this was about 10 years ago. And I said, Lord, like, what's going on? Like, do you want me to minister to the doctor or something? Bottom line, I had surgery on it twice, not once, but twice because he removed it and then it grew back again. And I was like, I don't understand. And the second time 
he removed it, he said that there was another one growing underneath of that, the second one, right? That he, okay, had it removed, had it removed again. And he said the second time there was another one. So there was a third one underneath of it that was not even attached to that, the second time surgery, that one that he was removing. So that told me there's a root there. There's a root there. And that root's got to go. So anyway, the long story short, he had to cut midway deep. And it was literally like a butterfly stitch. But he said, tomorrow morning, you are going to be in pain. It is going to hurt. And I'm thinking, you know, it was local anesthesia. So I'm thinking, how much is it really going to hurt? It's a little butterfly stitch, whatever. Well, the next morning when I woke up, the pain was absolutely excruciating. And I'm not one to like just run to ibuprofen or, you know, painkillers or whatever. So I literally couldn't even, I couldn't even bend my wrist that much without excruciating pain. So I remember in that moment, I was in so much pain and my husband was already out of the house. You know, I was the only one home. And I just remember saying, Lord, you have to show me what to do right now. I said, this is unacceptable. I was mad. And you know, God loves that because I didn't go to any other human being. I went straight to God and with all my heart and I meant it. And when you call on God like that, he, he's right there. He hears you. And I said, you have to show me what to do right now. I said, this is unacceptable. So help me God. Some, some of you may know this story, but I'm going to, I'm telling it again because I'll never forget it. And the Holy Spirit in that moment, I literally like felt the presence of the Holy Spirit. And I heard like that still small voice. It was like a whisper. And, and this is what he said. He said, when people stay sick, it was like a whisper. He said, it's because they're focused on their sickness and not on my stripes. And I went, oh my gosh, I knew that wasn't for me. That was straight from the Holy Spirit. And I was like, oh my gosh. And that wasn't something that came out of my mouth. I, that was the still small voice, clear as day. As soon as I said, you, you have to show me what to do right now. This is unacceptable because I literally was, I was just, I expected it. I expected him to show me and he did. So when he said those words, when people stay sick and I wasn't sick, I was in pain. It's the same thing to God because Jesus carried all your sickness, all your pain, all your grief, all your disease, all of it. Jesus paid for all of it. But that's what the Holy Spirit said. When people stay sick, it's because they're focused on their sickness and not on my stripes. And so help me, so help me, God, I knew what to do in that moment. I just knew what to do. So I was laying in the bed and I literally put my wrist out. I put my wrist out just like this. And I got the picture. If you've ever seen The Passion of the Christ, if you haven't, you need to watch it. But what happened was I literally got the image of, in my mind above me of the Lord in that whipping scene. But, you know, where oh, where they were giving him those stripes on his back. And I pictured him getting those stripes. And I mean, I started weeping. It's, it's, it's a hard thing to, to imagine, but it happened. And I pictured all that his that blood, his beautiful blood, just saturating my wrist, just saturating my wrist, just all falling on my wrist. And literally after about, I don't know, I don't know, maybe like 
I just got the picture. And then I just started saying, Lord, thank you. I said, thank you. I receive what you did for me. This is how you receive it. I said, I receive what you did for me. And I even said, Lord, this is an insult to you for me to even have this pain. So I said, Lord, in your name right now, your name, the name of Jesus. I said, pain, I command you to go now in Jesus name right now, every bit of it. And I said, be healed in Jesus name or, you know, be healed because bind loose. Right. I just that's what I did. I acknowledged I received what he did for me and I commanded that thing to go and to be healed. And so help me. And I just started praising him and thanking him. I said, Lord, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And then that was probably 30, 45 seconds. And then literally, I remember I just went like this and there was no pain. And I did it again. And there was no pain. And I did it all the way. And there was no pain. And I'm telling you, I jumped out of bed like, ah, thank you, And I learned a secret that day, that day, when I say a secret, it's not really a secret. It's in the word of God. But I knew that day how to receive healing. Now, that's not the only way I've been healed. You know, so anyway, long story short, the pain was gone, right? But then like six, six weeks later, I'm sitting in church with my husband and all of a sudden I go, you know, boom, and the bump is back. It's growing again. So I looked at my husband and I go, huh? and he goes, because I told him about how, you know, I, I used my authority. I acknowledged what Jesus did, but then I had to command that pain to go. And it left. It left. There's no pain. There's no nothing that's too difficult for the blood of Jesus. Okay. But now, okay, six weeks later, now it's a physical thing again. It's not just pain. It's a physical thing on the wrist again. And you know what? The same, I did the exact same thing. I didn't do it right away. I waited. Why I waited? I don't know. Sometimes I tolerate stuff until I get fed up, but this is what I did. Again, I got that image of the Lord Jesus you know, getting those, those, that the stripes on his back, the whipping again, before, before he went to the cross, because by his stripes, you were healed, right? It's done. And so, but how do you, how do you receive it? I, I just told you. So I did the exact same thing again, even though it was a physical bump this time, I said, Lord, I got the same image again of his blood saturating my wrist. And when I got that image, clearly I said, Lord Jesus, I said, I receive what you did for me. I said, and I think I even said, not because it's a formula, but I just said, it's an insult for me to even have this thing again. And I said, but what I didn't do the first time was I said, be healed, but I never cursed the seed and the root of that thing. And I knew that that's what I had to do this time because there was a root there. So I just said, Lord, I receive what you did for me. I receive my healing. I said, Lord, in your name, in the name, the mighty name of Jesus, in your name, Lord Jesus, I said, I curse the seed and the root of this thing, this cyst, this whatever it is. And I said, and I command it. I command you to die at the root right now in Jesus name. And I said, Lord, I call it done and I am not going to check it. And thank you, Jesus. And I just started praising him. And then I just said, I'm not checking it because the Lord showed me that those, that first time 
before I even had the first surgery and I commanded it. And then I was like, did it, didn't it? The Lord showed me I was being completely double-minded because I commanded it to, you know, to go or, you know, whatever, to die or whatever. But then I was like, did it, did it? That's not faith. That's horrible. <laughs> That's so double-minded, right? I wasn't double-minded this time. So two days later, 48 hours later, and I'm telling you, I did not check it. I didn't look. I refused because I said, I call it done and it's done and that's it. And my faith, which is a force, went to work immediately. In 48 hours, my husband and I were having dinner and we were at the table and I just kind of was, you know, at the table. And all of a sudden I felt a dry patch and I was like, oh. And it was dried up. It dried up at the root and it died. And I literally went like this. Oh, it came off like a ball. And I just went, oh, and I flicked it off. And from that day to this, 10 years later, it has never, ever come back. It was, it, I killed it with my words at the root. And so, and I, I even commanded that day for any, for all scar tissue to be dissolved because I had surgery on it twice. And guess what? There's no scar tissue. There's only a mark and I'll show it to you. If you see this right here, and it looks like, uh, can you see that? It looks like a little anchor. There's no scar tissue, but it's like an anchor, which is cool because whenever I like lay hands, it's always a reminder, right? You can, and the same thing, it was like, it was a physical bump. And it, you know, it was getting to be the size of a BB. It's gross. It was, I don't even know what it was. It looked like a little sister, whatever it was. But the point is, you can kill anything with your words, sickness, tumors, cysts, anything you can. And then you speak life, right? You have the authority of Jesus. You have the authority of Jesus. When I say anything, I'm talking about, I'm not talking about, you don't want to kill people with your words. That's just evil. You would never do that. I'm talking about, you have the authority of Jesus to destroy the works of the devil. Okay. I just wanted to <laughs> clear that up. You have the authority of Jesus to, 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 to just destroy the works of the devil exactly like he did. He's now given that authority to you. He's not doing it up in heaven anymore. He's given you the authority to do it here on the earth. You know, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And just remember, you know, Ephesians 3.20 says that, right? I'm going to read it to you actually. Okay. Okay. Now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. You know what? That was the premise like of tonight's, um, tonight's message because getting back to your heart's desires, whatever your heart desires, you know, pray and ask the Lord to make his desires your desires so that you're in line. Now, you know, God puts desires in your heart, right? If you're desiring something um, and if you have peace about it, um, I mean, that's fine. But I, but I always say, Lord, if it's not your will, then put your desire in my heart. I want your desires for me because his desires are going to be the best for you, right? 
in, in every way. You have a covenant with the Lord and he is amazing. And so I just say, Lord, take anything out of me that just, that's not pleasing to you. I don't want to do anything that dishonors my Lord, my father, my Lord and Jesus and the Holy Spirit, right? You don't want to violate your conscience. And the Lord just wants you to trust him. So again, and, and I keep thinking about when I was just in that chair the other day, you can quickly pull yourself out of discouragement or depression or any of it. And I showed you how at the beginning of the broadcast, by literally start talking to the Lord, start talking to him. That's what I did because you can't fight thoughts with thoughts. You have to fight thoughts out loud with words. And, you know, like I said, God cares about everything that you care about, your family, just everything. He cares about everything that you care about. And so I was just like, Lord, and, and I'm just transparent with him. I'm like, Lord, like, you know, my heart. And I just, uh, and I just started like, uh, and then I, and then I just felt like, like, Lord, forgive me. Like, I don't even have anything to be sad about. You're my victory. And I just started talking to him and acknowledging all the things that he is. And boom. And then I was like, ah, ah, not even upset anymore. Like it's, you know what? The Lord is amazing. The Lord is amazing. And he wants you to be happy. So you know what? Let's pray right now. I really hope that this blessed you tonight. I just felt that I was just to talk with you from my heart and just let the Holy Spirit just say whatever he wanted to say. So if you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, you want to do that. You know, Romans 4, uh, Romans 8, I'm sorry, Romans, oh my goodness, 8, 9 says that if you don't have the spirit of Christ in you, you don't belong to God. You want to make sure that you belong to God. He's a good, good, good father. He's awesome. And I'm telling you, as you trust him, even with things, like I said, you could be in the midst of discouragement and be like, you know, Lord, and this is sometimes I'm just like, Lord, like, and I just, I don't know why I just said, forgive me, Lord, for even being like sad. I don't have anything to be sad about. You're the Prince of Peace. You have all the answers. And I trust you. I do trust you. But you see, as you start talking with the Lord, you just, you start realizing, whoa, and he, his presence is there. He's right there hearing you. He's awesome. Hmm. Okay. So if you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, just repeat after me. Mean it with your heart. You, God knows if you mean it because he looks right at the heart, right? Just say, Lord Jesus. I am a sinner. I believe that you died on the cross and paid for my sins. And I believe that God the Father raised you on the third day. You are alive now and you live forever. Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart and change my life forever. Take my life and make it what you want it to be, Lord. And Lord, I ask you to baptize me with your Holy Spirit and fire so I can be effective for you here on the earth. Lord Jesus, I just thank you. Thank you for saving me and giving me new life. In your holy name, I pray, Lord Jesus. Amen. Woo! Amen and amen. If you just prayed that from your heart, woo, you can rest assured that, the, that God the Father has sent 
the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of his son, the Holy Spirit to into your into your your spirit right now. We say into your heart, but it's into your spirit. And now your spirit is one with God. That's Galatians 4, 6. And 1 Corinthians 6, 17 says, he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with the Lord. Oh my gosh. Make sure that you get, um, get an easy to read Bible and start finding out what's available to you. I, I recommend the New Living Translation Bible just because it's so easy to read. The Red Letter Bible because it's the words of Jesus are in red. Very important. And then um, thank you for watching this broadcast. I pray that you would share it out. Let's advance God's kingdom together. And right now, just I just want to bless you and your family. So Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, for every person watching right now or hearing under the sound of my voice, Lord, I just, I bless them. I bless you, the viewer, or you, the listener right now in Jesus' name. I speak blessing over you and, and blessing, and you cannot be cursed if you are blessed. And I speak blessing over your family, your children, your grandchildren, your family, in Jesus' name. And right now, Lord, I, I even pray, Lord, for, for marriages that have been broken apart, Lord. Lord, I, I just, I even repent on their behalf, Lord. And I command, their, I just command Satan to depart from those marriages, those households, those broken, broken marriages, broken homes, in Jesus' name. And I just speak life life and restoration and healing to your to your marriage and to your household and to your children to your home and even any physical ailments right now be healed right now i command all sickness to leave you now in yeshua's mighty name from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet in, in Yeshua, Jesus' mighty name, be healed and made whole right now. In Jesus' name. Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, by the power of the Holy Spirit. And let me just tell you one more thing. We're out of time, but where marriages are concerned or children or where there's any strife or separation, you can go before the Lord and repent on behalf of you and your husband, your wife, or your child. In Jesus' name, repent on their behalf and then command Satan to get out, to get off and to get out of that household, off of them, off of you, in Jesus' name. Okay, don't stop there. You got to fill that place. Now you say, Lord. I speak your love, your peace, your joy, your blessings over us right now in Jesus' name. And then shut your mouth, meaning praise the Lord, but don't let anything to the contrary come out when you're talking to people about your family. Keep praising the Lord. And if they, because remember, the enemy's crafty and he'll try to get you to say something or agree with something that you shouldn't. And if you do, repent quickly. Okay. All right. Well, God bless you. I, I, I know this has been a blessing to you tonight. It's been a blessing to me too. The Holy Spirit. Ah!
God is amazing, right? Jesus is Lord. All right. Well, I love you. I bless you in Jesus' name. And thanks for watching The Victorious Life. And let me know what you took away from this broadcast. And I will see you next time. God bless you. Good night.